Hi, you're listening to Invest in You with Frederick Sanval and Shaulian Ivan, a platform to enrich entrepreneurs globally with the power of positivity and sharing. Hi, and welcome to episode 85 of Invest in You. And it is currently closing in on 2020, and uh, that means that. Uh, New Year's resolution is quite a hot topic, so we are going to be talking about the health side of New Year's resolutions and what we have uh, done this year, 2019. So, to think about health and investing in yourself, if we don't have health, we don't have much to be happy about. We can't really appreciate uh, fully what life um, allows us to do. So... Today we will talk about what we've done over 2019, we'll talk a little bit where we're going with 2020 and we will focus a lot on health, that's why we got our special guest today which is Ivan Sandvall. Right, so back from the dead, no, um, he is not dead yet in the movie he's recording with Charlie. Yeah. Uh, so Ivan, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, I just finished. Uh, my second last day, because this is a Saturday, my second last day of training for the week, which is also my last day of weight training. Tomorrow I have a run. Perfect. So, again, you might listen to this any time of the year. You can set a goal any time you want. Uh, I have got friends who set goals and forget about the whole New Year's resolution aspect of things, who set goals from their birthday instead. So from like, in my case, 13th of March until... A year later that might be one way how i set the goal i might have quarterly annually goals and so on and so forth so things that i'm having about this year is i've done more running and why did i do so well i got an app <laughs> and and for me to have an app to gamify things that really works so i've done less of mountain biking a lot more of running and i've done more than 500 kilometers tracked uh, across the year I've uh, got more things I'm happy about. Uh, Ivan, what have you done in terms of training this year? You've well, done quite would, a few things. I would say my most impressive achievement is a bronze medal in the Swedish National Championship in Taekwondo. Uh, with, it was a 15 to 17 year old, the old age category. I did it as a 15 year old and uh, I did it without a single sparring session throughout the whole season by only running and improving my cardio. I don't think that the, the, the last part there is something to brag about. You should do sparring. Uh, yeah, but I, w- I wasn't <laughs> able to do it because I know, uh, my I coach know. couldn't. I know. Uh, right. So that was Taekwondo. Have you got any idea how many times you do Taekwondo a week normally? Normally I would do two to three times a week. So basically all the sessions that we had available. Yeah. What about you, Charlie? You've done more Taekwondo this year. Yeah, uh, I've been mostly... Well, to me, the biggest achievement I've done is uh, getting a black belt in Taekwondo. So I have uh, attended pretty much the same things that Ivan has, and I've been doing some homeschooling, whatever you're supposed to say. Yeah. Doing my homework, uh, yeah. Yeah, you also done quite a lot of being an instructor for other people as well. Yes, yeah, so exactly. What's mm. what's the funny thing with that? Well, I mean, you can teach the kids uh, all the techniques, and and you remember where you started yourself, and and you thought that things were difficult, and now it's like, ah, oh, why are you? Why, why why can't you do this? You can't. You kind of think that in your head, and then you remember when you were little, you couldn't do it either. Yeah, no, I think it's quite fun to see how you guys have progressed from one side to be taught to now to teach. I think the the biggest difference when you start to teach anything, including like being on a podcast like today, 
is you think more about how to explain it to someone else that actually deepens your own understanding. And Ivan, you've done so much learning in terms of like you live on YouTube and training videos. Yeah, exactly. That's basically <laughs> my life. Uh, but tra- training and watching other people training. Right. So and studying other people training. Yeah. Have you also been sharing your stuff online? Yeah, I have. Uh, I, I've, po- I've posted every workout so far. I've, um, I'm two weeks in on uh, my Bulgarian training experiment number two. Right, so I don't really like the, th- the theme and thought of a Bulgarian training. What, what's the Im- appeal in doing training like the Bulgarians? So basically it's a slightly more easy version of what, what the Bulgarian weightlifting team did uh, under Ivan Abijayev in the 80s and they basically dominated the world in weightlifting. And uh, to, to, to simplify, it's basically you're lifting really heavy Really often with really little rest. Yeah, and, and he reps. eats like not one horse but two horses at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So I, I'm I'm really sure that this is the second time that Evans doing his Bulgarian training that has that has actually affected his length because he's been eating way much. Yeah, well, a lot more than he usually should have done in the same time frame. And when you eat a lot, I'm sure that will have actually have had an impact on his actual total length. You're taller than me at the moment? Absolutely. Absolutely? Well, okay, a little bit at least. No, I'm kidding, <laughs> he's, he's taller than me. Um, Charlie, what have you been up to meanwhile? Uh, meanwhile, I have been existing, of course. I've been... Uh, <laughs> well, um, basically, I've been doing my taekwondo and doing parkour. That's the two things that I find most fun physically activity. Like. Yeah, so tell us more about the parkour for people who are not used to parkour okay. or free running. Yeah, so basically parkour, actually it's a quite big difference between parkour and free running. Free running is basically when you do parkour but you add flips and stuff like that. You do uh, whatever. Anyway, parkour is basically when you try to take yourself from point A to point B by using different te- techniques basically. And free running is when you uh, set no limits to yourself, you do whatever you want, try to do some cool tricks and stuff. And I'm very pleased that both of them have survived the year because they're doing quite a lot of <coughs> stupid things, as one does when you're younger. And when you're slightly older than you, think ahead a bit more often than you guys. Mm-hmm. Right, so um, other things that I've been up to, uh, I like what I said before, to gamify training. So I like to track things, I like to track progress. And one way to do that is to have apps to do that. Uh, if that's number of push-ups, number of sit-ups, if it's number of kilometers of, of uh, cross-country running, if, if it's on your own mountain bike, I like that because it means you can also track it, you can record it, you can compare it, you can even compete with other people if you want. Right now, I'm more competing with myself than anyone else. And uh, so much so that I also got a hang of something I can highly recommend if you like to track your progress. It's uh, the Apple Watch, which we have got all three of us. And what's your first thoughts on on Apple Watch as a a gadget for training, Eva? Well, I think it's great. I mean, uh, among other things, it can track your heart rate, which is really helpful. And uh, I've seen, because I've been doing so much running, uh, I've seen my, uh, my resting heart rate go down. And you know, uh, like you get a lower heart rate for the same type of runs that you usually do, and uh, among other things, like you can see and track progress. Yeah, I also like to see the progress, and also like to see how the heart rate uh, change over time. 
Uh, and also you set goals for yourself in the day. So it's basically three rings and it is calories, exercise and standing up. And I think it's just very intuitive to use and it help it put nudge you carefully in the right direction of training. Yeah, exactly. Especially if you're stuck to your desk when you work, yes, that little motion of actually standing up every hour does make a difference for your heart. Uh, for your posture, for everything really. So yeah, the Apple Watch is a useful training gadget. All right, uh, Ivan, I'd like to jump into your running because you are uh, crazy, uh, in my view, how hard you push yourself. Uh, explain how you progress your training from like normal running to what you are today. Yeah, so basically, uh, when I, my last competition, uh, I came out of it and I was thinking, why do I always gas out so fast? Why do I always... Uh, I was thinking, maybe I'm pacing myself wrong. Maybe I'm fighting at too high pace. And I probably was for my level of cardio then. But but my cardio, I realized that it was really, really bad. And then I thought, well, cycling didn't do it because I had been doing a lot of cycling previously, very long distance. I mean, I've, I've cycled 100 kilometers in one go uh, without stopping. But that didn't really help because it's not the same type of intensity so what I did was I started running now my first run I remember I ran six kilometers in like 39 minutes and I was completely knackered and uh, now I've started doing 5k's instead but I progressed from maybe around uh, a 33 minute 5k or something uh, all the way to a a 20 30 5k which was my best so again, I think what Ivan is doing more than me and more than most people out there, he really pushed himself to the limit. Uh, so he, he very much does not look forward to his running because he pushed himself so hard. Uh, just to give us a benchmark here. So in terms of heart rates, usually people have got a maximum heart rate of roughly 220 beats per minute minus your age normally so that means in theory i might have a uh, maximum heart rate of 205 205 most likely so higher than that because you can push yourself harder what has been like your average heart rate on those hardcore runs well uh, the, the highest heart rate i've ever gotten was 203 but so so that well that was like a pretty maximum thing and then my regular run is almost very close to 200, in between 195 and 200 towards the end of the run. So that is extremely high. To put it into context, when uh, when I'm doing my running, uh, it can be anything from like 140 to 150 to more than 150 if I'm pushing it a bit harder. Uh, so you can set your benchmark wherever you want in terms of your training, but different heart rate zones give you different results. So if it's like endurance, then, then it's lower, obviously. Uh, if you do like uh, intense work or intervals, then it will unlikely be as high as even can push himself for 20 minutes. But I'm just using Ivan as an example because when he talks about his training, his program, it's so extreme that people can not relate to that. Yeah, I can. Uh, can I just give you some examples? Yeah, go for it. So uh, I ran a 10 kilometer run with, uh, I was in the red zone for 38 minutes of the run. Yeah, so red zone is, of course... The... Over 90% of absolute maximum heart rate. Yeah, exactly. So... And uh, one of my running experiments that I did uh, to, to, to get the last bit of cardio, to get from like a 24, 5K to uh, under 21, uh, was uh, I ran 35 days uh, within 20 seconds of my absolute max, uh, 5 kilometers. 
I was waking up uh, a bit before 5 a.m. in the morning to train before school, and uh, it basically destroyed me. But uh, why did you stop then? <laughs> it was due to injuries, right? Yeah. Yeah. So basically, he went on until he basically got injuries. So that's pretty damn good. Yeah. So thirty-five days of consecutive absolute failure running to where I have to lie on the ground for several minutes to recover afterwards, and I feel really bad until around twelve. Uh, like I was, I, I couldn't really. I felt it when I breathed until like in the afternoon, and I did it early morning. Yeah. So again, just to put it out there and to be hundred percent clear, I as a dad am not pushing him to do this. Who is doing this, and who is pushing him to do this? Me. Yeah, so I got nothing to do with this program. Uh, I cannot even influence him to eat more or less or train more or less. It's just from his own ideas, basically, what he gets from YouTube plus his own thoughts. Right, so surely, uh, in terms of moving your boundaries, you've done a number of new uh, flips. Yeah, tricks. so when it comes to moving my boundaries... Yeah, like the wall run, for example. Yeah, when it comes to my boundaries, uh, it's often doing something that I think is extremely scary. Uh, and uh, basically, that often involves me being upside down or doing some uh, <laughs> scary things. So the last thing I did now was like a couple of days ago, right when I did the uh, is is called a bunch of things. It's called swing gainer or flyaways or whatever it's called. But basically, it's when you hold on to a bar and you swing off and do a backflip off it. That's pretty scary. And uh, some other flips, like I've done flips down long stairs. I've done wall flip. Uh, yeah, wall flip. You run run up a tree or a wall and do a backflip. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, some other stuff like doing backflips of high heights and doing front flips and uh, doing um, yeah, basically a few other flips related to that. I think it's a bit linked to age as well. So uh, obviously a bit older than both of them. For me, it's more about maintain things and uh, also increase levels while to push and do completely new things has not been my focus of this year, at least. Mm-hmm. Right, so something else I think is super cool that uh, Sean has done is especially this like really long jumps and, and landing in a very precise spot, um, which is a lot more about daring and precision. Yeah. How does that work, Charlotte? Basically, how, how can you practice for for a very long jump? You need to land on like one foot or even less space. Oh yeah, there's a hate. Um, basically, you first uh, have to learn how far you can jump by doing Good point. it. <laughs> doing it first off of if, uh, just like jumping on the ground, basically, and then later jumping off things that are slightly high, and then eventually, uh, and then like knee height. As soon as you come to knee height. Uh, jumping between things it's a whole other story and then when you uh, get up to like three meters elevated then it starts getting scary then you really need to you have oftentimes you have three things that can happen that are really bad either you miss the jump and you fall or you go you overcommit and you jump you land and then you fall on the other side or you slip as well slipping is really the worst thing you can do in my opinion unless it's a really high height Mm. is you slip basically and you hit your shin on the edge and people have actually, oh, I've actually done that before. Yeah, I, pe- pe- <laughs> parkourers oh, I have it. actually broken their shins that way. That's the most terrible. Yeah, thing. Uh, in uh, Flipstar, there's like this jump. Um, 
there's basically this jump on the wall and I was going to do when I went in like 6th grade and uh, I was going to jump between them and then I basically landed on the edge and slipped with my foot down and uh, hurt my shin basically. Yeah, so you can imagine as a parent, you're not you're you're super proud and happy when they achieve it, but <laughs> while they're in the progress of explaining what they plan to do, or you see them jump, it yeah, makes don't you really, this at home. You don't, you, yeah, you don't appreciate. It. You become really scared, and you don't want yep. your kids to hurt themselves. Obviously, meanwhile, you can't stop them. At the same time, you want to push them to find their own boundaries. Yeah. Uh, so it's really interesting with the whole aspect of uh, but it is still parenting. it's still pretty calculated risk what you do uh, uh, it doesn't feel like that as a parent I'm talking about calculated yeah of risk. course but it's not you that doesn't see you no but it? it would hurt me to see uh, you hurt also uh, a few more honourable mentions of mentions of things I've done I've done uh, bit back to flip 360s I've done uh, well almost 720s as well I've done uh, what's it called uh, gain, gainers as well, and also uh, what's, balancing. No, what's oh, this really, called? Round off, round off, what's called? Round off backflip as well, and uh, also round off backflip. One eighty was I did on ground as well multiple times. And he's also st- stood on a, a really thin ledge, well, not really a ledge. Oh yeah, that's good. Uh, like ten meters up, and, and basically yeah. did like a tightrope walk on it. That was very terrible. Yeah, so if you if you can put things into context, so imagine putting a plank on the floor, and you would easily dare to walk on it because the worst thing that can happen is like you're gonna step. To yeah, the gonna side. step to the side. Uh, but if you do exactly the same thing, and if you add five meters, ten meters, twenty meters, and also more, another thing that is a lot more scary was that you had to step up on the thing to do, it. and stepping up on things. Yeah, you uh, had to climb up on. Up no, 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 not not climb. Uh, climb. Basically, it's quite a high step, so maybe like up to waist height, and then you have to uh, step up. And stepping up is not always super stable. Mm. And once you walk out on it, you can either fall like fifteen meters on one side, or just like eight meters on the other side. So you can lean a bit more to the eight meter side, and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, and you'll be fine. <laughs> Mostly, yeah. Just make sure you tuck a bit so you don't. Under yeah. rotate and yeah. land on your I, head. I think that most listeners probably will not do the action stunts, but it's really fun to hear three persons' perspective. So, like one guy who wants to hold you back, you guys just move on. Uh, have we tried some climbing this year as well? Yeah, and we have. We have. Absolutely. Um, I had, I had, I had like a little climbing obsession in the beginning of this year because uh, I don't really know where it came from. I guess it came from the free solo ADHD. movie. Yeah. So I was climbing on a bunch of stuff without a rope because I'm smart. Uh, I have done a few fun things with that. Yeah, it's my own little fear. Uh, well, thing. yeah, and some some skills with ropes as well. So now we've got some more hang on that hopefully. So again, the idea of having a rope, Ivan and shoulder, is to have some security as part of it. Yeah. Uh, so to watch Takes a movie, to watch a movie, for example, like Free Soul of a guy climbing a, a massive wall without a rope, that's not really the first thing you do in climbing. That's like. The absolute most yeah, it's like advanced. a nine hundred meter really difficult climb. Like I could probably not do ten meters of it. Yeah, and he did nine hundred meters. That's pretty insane. Nine hundred, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Right. So are we just scanning back and had a look in terms of like which episodes has got anything to do to health? Because we say that health is absolutely part of the invest in you uh, journey and story. And I can just say, uh, hold up my hand high and say that we need to have more of health things on this podcast, Ivan and Charlie. 
Uh, we have a few uh, really cool people who are lined up. We'll see if fit them in now in 2020 for you guys. Uh, one is Ben. He's got one of the most uh, famous uh, fitness podcasts in the UK. So let's see if we can get him I'm back. I'm really online. looking forward to that one. I had no idea. I haven't really been... I haven't really done a lot of podcasts with you guys, so... Yeah. Uh, all right. Other things we've been doing. So, like, uh, you've crashed my bike this year, Ivan. Did I? Yes, oh, yeah, you I did. Yeah, that was expensive. So, that kept me off the mountain bike for a while. Um, surely, have you crashed any times this year? Yeah, I did, actually. I am. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I was basically cycling, and um, I basically fell off, if we put it like that. Uh, some injuries of course involved when you're going down a slope a pretty steep slope and then for some reason your bike decides no i, I don't want to go in a straight path I, I i really feel this is more important and then it slips away it was quite cold outside so probably some wet leaf or something yeah speaking about failure i also had my most failed competition ever where i in the end of the day was in the wrong country Yes, you heard right. I was in the wrong country when the competition took place. So I mean, I can't remember if I missed the flight or I really couldn't make it back home. Was it Can cycling? you remember? No, I, I can't remember. It was a cycling competition in Gothenburg. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you guys went down there without me. Uh, and Ivan should also be in the same competition, but he was way too ill. So Yeah, I, was, I got sick like that. Yeah, so I was in the wrong country. Ivan couldn't do it regardless. Uh, that meant that uh, epic fail. Let's do it better another year. I think it would have been a great yeah. competition for you. It's the first one. Uh, instead, you spent the day in bed. Right, so now let's draw a line of uh, looking backwards. Now let's look into the future. What kind of cool things would you like to try out for this year? Uh, you're more than welcome to share any kind of goals you might have. Um, well, we will review this episode a year from now and see, did you do it? Mm-hmm. Who would like to go first? Goals. Well, goals, anything about, like, what do you plan to do what, physically? What, what do you want to Okay, um, I want to uh, compete sometime in freestyle pumse, which is basically uh, when you do these um, these uh, patterns with your body, uh, like fighting techniques, um, and uh, you do... Oh, it's so hard to explain because I have all the words in my head it combined, in Swedish. It combines flips with kicks. Uh, you do Yeah, it's a, it's a pattern. It's, yeah. it's basically, there are these normal patterns you do in Taekwondo, except you can make up the pattern yourself, add some cool music, everyone watches, you do like cool flips and cool techniques and stuff. It's basically a performing art, which is... Yeah, it's, it's a martial art. It's epic. Yeah. It, it's much more like uh, it's a martial performing art. Much more martial arts movie performance than anything else. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's one thing for you. Uh, one thing for you, Ivan. Will you do the get the famous black belt this next year? Yes, twenty twenty. I, uh, I will get the black belt by summer. And uh, by summer, right? I good. Also, I also want to achieve because I got a bronze this year in the national championship. Uh, next year, I want to achieve a gold because gold is better than bronze, and uh, I want to do it in a much higher weight class, two weight classes up. So we've got the Olympic Games coming up uh, in twenty twenty. Uh, will you go there? Will you compete? Um, hmm. No, I don't think so. I'll pause. I'll what pause. You? Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, twenty twenty four sounds a bit better because then, then I'll be twenty years old. So. All right, uh, I'm pointing at Charlie. I thought you would say something, but uh, he might want to compete in the Olympic Games for, for crazy jumps. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. All right, so what will I do? I will do at least 500 kilometers again in terms of running. I'll do more 
mountain biking next year so i have need to put a number to that well next year i'll talk about 2020 what else ivan you will become stronger well, you'll be a, a beast of, i have a lot of physical goals in order to achieve <laughs> that kind of i mean for now at least uh, right now i'm training for currently training for a uh, competition on the 16th of may and uh, i started training the week after the national championship uh, after the most crazy months of training I've ever had in my entire life. I probably will never train that hard again uh, unless I become a professional athlete. Uh, but right now I'm training for my next competition. So uh, my running goal, I want to run under 19 minutes for, for 5k on my difficult course. And uh, I also want to, I want to achieve a 140 kilo squat, 100 kilo bench press and 180 kilo deadlift to, to get the kind of strength and muscle mass needed. So there you see a typical... Uh... Ivan will be 16 next year. So yeah, see I, what... I would have turned 16 <laughs> for like you... one month. And... You will, yeah. Mm. Right, so, uh, Charlie, have you got any targets or things you'd like to try for next year, like parachuting or something? Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. Actually, that's... <laughs> that. Oh, parachuting would be nice. Maybe do some more holidays with this year. Do you have any ideas? Uh, to different YouTube countries. Channel? Do you have any ideas for your YouTube channel that you want to do? Uh, I, I want to do a lot more movie style. I did one uh, the day before yesterday, uh, and uh, it it became epic. So basically, more movie videos where it's like we're acting and we're acting and yeah, it was actually a really cool uh, film. Five minutes. I definitely recommend checking it out. It's called Revenge After Revenge, and it's on my san- uh, channel YouTube channel Sandval. Yeah, and if people like to check out your crazy training, or anything else on Insta or YouTube, what's the the link for that, Ivan? Well, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm just Ivan Sandval. And then, uh, if you care about weight training at all, uh, otherwise you pro- probably won't like it. You can <laughs> you can uh, search for Ivan Sandval Fitness on YouTube. Yeah, and I usually don't do too many trainings on. Uh, YouTube, if I ever do, it'll be on Charlie's channel most likely. So, guys, you've been listening to episode number 85 of Invest in You. Uh, we most likely have some more reviews to share from somewhere in the world. Give us one second to pull, pull one up. Okay, so quick review of reviews from around the world. I had a quick look on the site in Singapore, US, and uh, also in the UK. So uh, my apologize, we had a five star from the US. Again, thank you so much, but there was no review. So if you'd like to hear your own review on the podcast, just uh, share it with us, and put it online. And, and of course, five star reviews are also definitely impre- appreciated. And if you combine both of them, it's like <laughs> double good. Yeah, so the whole idea of doing this podcast is so that you can benefit many more people and with a broad area, including investing, investing in yourself, including your health, wealth, etc., relationships, uh, it can hopefully help quite a few of you out there and it also helps us in the process of putting together episodes for you. Any last words, Charlie? No. Any last words, Ivan? Thank you for listening and let's smash 2020, okay? No mediocrity here! Boom! Bye!